Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is We Live on a Planet. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Patrick. It is Sunday, July 17th, 2022, when I'm recording this one. This is episode 557 in the works. We're going to title this one, Pride. 62 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's early Sunday morning. Feels like 62. Highs are going to be a balmy 83 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice and sunny today in central New York. Winds are blowing gently out of the northwest at one mile per hour. Days like this put me in a good mood. Looks like it's going to be a good drone day. Stick around when we come back. We'll do all of our normal things that we do right here at We Live on a Planet. A show that is totally unedited, unscripted, one and done. Just a personal journal with a variety show flair. And we'll toss in some educational facts in there as well so we can learn something along the way. When we come back, we'll start off with our quote and much, much more. I hope you stick around, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. with our quote, if you want to be proud of yourself, then do things in which you can take pride. Karen Horney, if you want to be proud of yourself, then do things in which you can take pride. Well, I'm proud of my sobriety. I take a lot of pride in that. August will be seven years I can't yeah seven years I cannot believe it didn't think it could be done and it can I'm also proud that I've kept we live on a planet going since 2017 is when I stumbled upon the anchor app and decided to get my feet wet and see what this podcast game was about and I've been doing it now since 2017 and for me that is an accomplishment as well just to be able to keep that consistency because I have a lot of mental health struggle days where throughout the years of doing the show there's times I've just not been able to do it years past shows I put them out when I was struggling and there's some train wreck shows and but it's all part of my life I'm trying to leave some kind of archive here at we live on a planet I really don't know what the end goal of this is this is episode 557 and I don't know when I'll stop 
I'll stop when I want to stop. I enjoy doing what I'm doing still. I enjoy coming out and talking with you. It means so much to me to be able to have that interaction with you. So I'm proud of that, too. That gives me a lot of pride. And I'm very proud of my daughters. I have a lot of pride in my daughters. They're growing to be just such wonderful adults, and they're very caring, loving people. I'm very fortunate for my family that I have that they're very supportive of me and my struggles. And you got to remember that you, you're you here one time, you live like your life for yourself, not for other people. And you can't be concerned all the time of what other people are thinking about you. And I often do that too much. I'm all too consumed of doom and gloom thoughts of what people maybe think about me or if they're judging me. And the older I'm getting, the better it's becoming. So that's that's good. I enjoy that I can get a little bit of reprieve from that. Uh, back to a little bit of sleep. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I was getting, I got two nights of like eight hours of sleep. And now I'm back to, I get, you know, three hours at a time. Get up for a little bit, feel tired, go back to sleep, get a couple hours of sleep again. I also got sick the other day. Ugh, that stinks. I got my CVS. If you follow the show, you know I I had this thing called cyclic vomiting syndrome. I'm sorry. It sounds so terrible. Hopefully you weren't taking a sip of a beverage when I said that. But it comes out of nowhere, and it just makes me sick. I hate it. I really, really... Ugh, it is... I don't know. I hate it. It is just one of the worst. I hate that. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) I felt like swearing. It kicks my ass big time. It really does and um, puts me down for a couple days. But this time at least it didn't put me down as long as it normally does. So yay, there's a positive... Silver linings. I always try to look for the silver linings, I guess. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more about who knows. We'll be right back. Ooh, we came in hot on that one. All right, what's going on around in the city of Oswego, the city I call home, right on Lake Ontario? right in central New York, just a rock throw from Canada. I'm closer to Canada than I am to New York City. Um, The Oswego Harbor has new aqua bikes, so I'm excited to check those out. They rent kayaks, and we've rented kayaks down there before, and they also rent the three-wheel trike bikes that I've talked about that you rent for an hour, and those are a lot of fun to ride around. And they have now aquatic bikes where they float on the water and you pedal them. 
I I wonder though, if have you ever been in a paddle boat? You know those little paddle boats. You got to work your butt off to get those things moving and to go anywhere. I well, I haven't been on a paddle boat in a long time, so maybe they've improved their design. But from what I remember, there's a lot of paddling and not going very far or very, very yeah, very far with a lot of paddling. So I don't know how the water bikes work, but we want to check them out. We took the three-wheel bikes out for the first time this season the other day, and boy, oof, <clears throat> holy moly, they uh, epic fail. <laughs> they need to they need to put some work on their bikes because they're nice bikes, but they're not putting the maintenance that they need to put in them if they're renting them out. After they come back, they need to at least at the end of the week go through them and have somebody that's that's their job because I got on mine and I'm riding it. My legs are on fire and I'm like, man, why is it? I looked down and like both my back tires are almost totally flat. So I'm riding on flat tires. So as I'm riding to my seat drops back at a, a 40 some odd degree angle pitching backwards the bolts that hold the seat in holding it upright were completely gone so we brought them back and we know all the girls that worked on there so they're real sorry and they're like oh grab a different bike and every bike I went to get the tires were flat and I finally found one that the tires weren't totally hard, but they were better than the ones, and the seat wasn't broken at least. And she ended up uh, saying, though, hey, take them for another hour. Here's, you know, take them for two hours instead of one hour. And we never ride them for the whole hour anyways. It's just we don't. They have new um, Tiki boat tours, Tiki boat tours too, but... That's nothing that me and my wife are really interested in doing because it's just a big drunk fest. You bring your own alcohol and it's a little floating barge looking thing that's all tiki'd out and uh, you rent it for the evening. When they put it out for the first time this season, it's the first time they had it, it sold out on the website in eight minutes. Eight minutes is how quick it sold out that many people booked it for the summer so they can have drunk fest on the water. <laughs> we do want to take a tour of the lighthouse, though. There's a historic lighthouse right here in the city of Oswego that I, I live in a port town, harbor town. Um, at one time, they said that they thought this Oswego would be the size of New York City back in the day. And it's not, thank goodness. But um, we have not ever been to the lighthouse, and they offer tours. They started offering tours a couple years ago. So you take a boat out, and it's the boat ride is maybe 10 minutes. It's that close, the lighthouse to the inner harbor. There's a, a break wall that people walk and have walked for years, and I'm been in this city kicking stones for years and years and years and I've never walked the break wall though never 
And there's been plenty of times people walk the break wall and then have to get rescued by the Coast Guard because the weather turns quick on Lake Ontario and then the waves are crashing over the break wall and then they're stuck and have to get saved. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more about who knows what, but we'll figure it out. And we are back. Got my advanced open water certification card. Yeah, feeling accomplished. That was fun taking that class. Now I can dive deeper. I can, I'm certified to dive to 130 feet. How many meters is that? I don't know. I learned a lot. Um, I ordered a couple of flashlights from coach one main flashlight and then a backup flashlight and coach offered me a tank marker light that you put on your tank that you're supposed to have per patty which is the scuba police <laughs> is uh, a tank marker light if you dive at night so other scuba divers can see you and everything like that but he said if you know hey I've got one I can give you a good deal on it but I don't really foresee myself night diving too much I I think I, I like the sunlight I like it yeah I there's a lot of there's things in the lake that don't creep me out but at night Things come out at night and eels and other things like that. And it'd be cool to see an eel, but I don't know. He, you, he, coach did tell me if I decide to do night diving, he has a tank light that he would allow me to use. So he's, he's cool like that. They also use glow sticks, um, flashing glow sticks and glow sticks that you can put on your body and on your tank so you can be seen at night one of the videos that the charter boat that I dive off from they posted a video of a night dive a couple years ago and I was talking about an eel just a minute ago and one of the divers saw an eel and they started putting their flashlight on it and they found the eel and the eel is swimming on the bottom doing you know it's best it's kind of get out of the light it doesn't really want to be in the light and next thing you know the eel turns and comes at the divers not to attack them but probably out of confusion and all that kind of stuff and i'm like yeah i don't know i i don't know about night diving so but i do need a flashlight because once you get about 80 feet deep it starts getting a little bit darker, um, especially on the wreck of the key storm that I dive in the St. Lawrence. The prop lays at about 110 feet, 90 to 110 feet. And you can see, but it's nice to have a light because it just illuminates everything a lot better and you can, your visibility. The visibility in the lake and the river has gotten so much better because of zebra mussels I've talked about before, but they're an invasive species. 
and um, there's nothing they can do about it now. They're here to stay, that's for sure. All right, what else are we going to do today? So I got my card. I told you about that. New aqua bikes. Back to a little bit of sleep. Um, we'll uh, do a did you know fact. We'll do a word of the day. We'll head on over to Webster's Dictionary and find out what a word of the day is. Um, History Channel. That kind of good stuff. All that and probably a little bit more when we come back. Stick around. And we're back. Thank you for stopping back through. All right. I just opened up my phone app to Webster's Dictionary app. And the word of the day today is an adjective. And uh, sometimes it plays perfectly through the Bluetooth. Sometimes it doesn't. It's not the Roadcaster Pro 2. It's the app. So let's see. Finicky. Finicky. It's an adjective. F-I-N-I-C-K-Y. What it means, finicky means very particular in taste or standards. I'm sure you've heard that word before. I'm not finicky at all. Here's an example. The young boy was a finicky eater, and his parents found it challenging to come up with ideas for healthy meals that he would enjoy. I think that's the case with a lot of kids nowadays. They're so finicky and picky and just, I don't know, parents cater too much to it. When I was growing up, you had to eat what was for dinner or if you really didn't like it, my mom would say you could either make yourself a bowl of cereal or have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I had to try it as well. I couldn't say I didn't like it unless I tried it. And I grew up in the country. Where I live is country. Everybody thinks New York and they think the city. I've been to the city once, and it was too big for me. But I grew up eating wild game. You name it, we ate it growing up. So when people now talk about, like, venison as a gourmet, and they're like, oh, venison, I'm like, uh, give me beef. I'll take beef because I grew up eating venison. Not that the, we didn't eat beef growing up. I ate beef plenty, but we had venison more often than beef and so we had to try everything and I think that unfortunately there's a lot of finicky eaters and a lot of finicky people and a lot of just miserable people I think too all right we just did and learned a word of the day and now I want to learn a did you know fact I follow a Facebook page that's titled Did You Know? And this one's neat. Let me see. Should I do this? We often lower the pitch of our voices when we're talking to someone we find attractive because of the common stereotype that husky, breathy, and lower-pitched voices are sexier. Both men and women 
may unknowingly try to sound more like Barry White or Scarlett Johansson if they're not talking to someone they think is hot. (laughs) Did you get that? Let's try it again. Did you know we often lower the pitches? Excuse me. We often lower the pitch of our voice when we're talking to someone we find attractive because of the common stereotype that husky, breathier, and lower pitch voices are sexier. Both men and women may unknowingly try to sound more like Barry White or Scarlett Johansson if they're not talking to someone they think is hot. Yeah. Another did you know fact. A little wrinkle on our brain. All right, when we come back, we'll head on over to the fact site and we'll also head on over to the History Channel's website. So stick around. And just like that, we are back. All right, we are at the History Channel's website. I like learning things about what happened on this day of history. One of the reasons why it's part of the staple of the show, and it became a staple of the show years ago. I don't even remember when I adopted it. But uh, here we go. On this day's date, in July 17, 1955, The $17 million theme park was built on 160 acres of a former orange grove in Anaheim, California. What Disney, or what park is it? Disney. Yeah, Walt Disney. Disneyland. I have never been to Disneyland. Today, Disneyland hosts more than 18 million visitors a year who spend close to $3 billion with a B. Yeah. Disney World? Yes. I have been there. And it's neat. Disney World opened uh, in 1971. And we went the first time in 1970, probably eight or something like that. Because I was really, really, really young and I got lost in Disney World. And I remember crying. And the characters all taking care of me and bringing me to the security and them telling me I wasn't lost. I knew right where I was. Right now, my parents were lost and they were going to find my parents. But I wasn't lost because you're in Disney World. You know where you are right now. They were just, I remember it so much. All right, what else happened also on this day uh, in 2020? Congressman and civil rights leader John Lewis sadly dies. He was a pivotal uh, man in the movement of the civil rights movement. What else do we have? 21st century, 2014. This happened in 2014. Tensions have been high ever since. Eric Gardner dies in New York police department chokehold he was selling lucy cigarettes 
uh, also in the 21st century and in 2014, a Malaysian airline flight 17 is shot down over the Ukraine-Russian border. Tensions over there too right now. That was in 2014 right now. It's not good over there. Uh, in the 90s, 1996, Flight 800 explodes over Long Island. I don't remember that. It was a 747 jetliner bound for Paris. It explodes over the Atlantic Ocean, killing all 230 people, sadly. Hmm. What else do we have in this day of history? Invention in science, 1920. Three-point seatbelt inventor Niles Borland is born. He invented the three-point seatbelt. Sports, 1941. Joe, Joe DiMaggio ends his 56-game hitting streak. Here's one for U.S. Presidents. 1945, President Harry Truman records his impression of meeting Stalin. Art, literature, and film history. 1967, Jimi Hendrix drops out as the opening act for the Monkees. Isn't that the oddest music pairing in music history? Jimi Hendrix with the Monkees? Huh? Doesn't even sound right. <laughs> All right. That's good for this day of history. We got another little wrinkle on our brain. We come back, we will go over to the fact site. Stick around. And just like that, we're back. All right, we are over at the fact site. And this is the world's seven most expensive foods. This was last updated March 17th, 2021. Price, everybody knows everything's going up. So this list could be a little off, but uh, we're just going to kind of get an idea of some expensive foods. Number one, Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef is the world's most expensive beef, costing around... $275 per pound for the meat itself. Wow. Wow. In a 2000, in 2000 vintage Cote de Boeuf, whatever that is, or rib steak, a rib steak costing, you ready? $3,200. Why is it so pricey? Apparently, for the steak, it, steak at least, it's due to its very small numbers of hanging aged Wagyu ribs and the very low stress levels the cattle are put through during slaughter with a specially designed abattoir and during rearing. Wagyu beef itself must come from a specific breed of Japanese cattle with incredibly high fat marbling, allowing the meat to essentially melt in your mouth. There are, however, budget versions offering 
Wagyu beef burgers for $4.40 for a pack of two. All right, what else do we have? Shivet Coffee. C-I-V-E-T. Shivet? Shivet Coffee? Well, it does sound like almost what it is, but it's Shivet Coffee or Kopi Luwak is a type of coffee derived from coffee cherries that have already passed through the South Asian palm shibet or a shibet cat's digestive system. Yuck. A quick search puts the price at around $75 per a nine ounce pack. Gross. Uh, number three, saffron spice. Yeah, saffron. Saffron holds the title of the most expensive spice, with Spanish saffron, for example, costing around $300 an ounce in Walmart. Truffles and mushrooms. I like mushrooms. I'm not a fan of truffles, but some white truffles cost up to $1,400 per pound. Dang. How about Belugian caviar? Ugh, caviar. The most expensive of all caviars and the world's most expensive food is almas or Belugian caviar, which comes from the Iranian beluga fish, a sturgeon. A kilogram, which is 2.2 pounds of black gold is sold for over $28,850. Wow. Number six, Juicy's Outlaw Grill Hamburger. The world's most expensive hamburger is expensive not due to its ingredients, but its size. The burger sells for $5,000 and is made by Juicy Foods and Oviation Food Service for Juicy Outlaw Grill in USA. This is a humongous burger weighing, you ready? 777 pounds. Yeah. And those were some expensive foods. You can learn more about each of those foods over at the facts site. And there's a lot to learn, trust me. All right, Sigrun, when we come back, we'll uh, wrap up the show. We'll be right back. Yeah, that was a quick one. That was the show going by real quick, or that was race car driver of car number 66, Jeff Sharkey, my buddy Jeff Sharkey. And his car has been a little loose. He raced yesterday, and I saw on his Facebook post, that his car is running a little bit loose, so he'll be getting it into his garage and tightening things up, I'm sure. Well, thank you for your time. I say this, and I mean it. It's the most valuable gift you could ever give me is your time. I'd like to thank Michael Ryan. He's been supporting the show for quite some time, so thank you, Michael. And to you, too, for tuning in. I appreciate it. 
You can find me at my website at WLOAP.com and leave me a voice message. There's a little phone icon, touch that. It rings five times before it goes to voice message. If you're using the Anchor app, it's pretty easy. You just put, push that little uh, message button and you can leave me up to a minute long message that I can play and the world can hear. Remember, uh, We Live on a Planet has been heard over 123 different countries, which still blows me away. So your voice can be heard. I never thought my voice could be heard. I live in a city, there's only 18,000 people in this city of Oswego. And I've talked to so many interesting people throughout these years of hosting a podcast. And I'm looking forward to talking to more. And you could be one of them. So contact me. All right, my friends, as always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Peace.